We surge to stitch the masses in what we wish they were. We purge and kick the classes that teach us to be sure. For all that we are born to be is blackened by the force that calls us to conformity and bathes us in remorse. We'll pry our foreheads open and watch the tricks unfold. We'll hunt the force of spoken evil urges we were sold. With spears of fear we shall expel the spells that black has cast. So here we stand with skins unzipped in futures of the past. I am Heath Armstrong and this is Never Stop Peaking. It's depressing like a dimple on your butt. If you behave, you'll get a nickel you can spend on stuff. And in time, you'll get a dime if you impress your boss. So you can buy some more stuff just to numb your thoughts. You've been a space-driven higgity hunk of me since birth. Flying through the universe on a rock called Earth. Composed of stardust with an emotional gut. Why you letting conformity slam you up the butt? You're not one fucks, two fucks, red fucks, blue fucks. You can play duck hunt and wait around for luck. Or you can rent a big truck and drive your vision. Build a palace to the moon your schmuck friends piss their pants Get up and dance, rocket ship that booty Take a chance for your freedom, miggity milk that booby Cause when the fear attacks, it tries to crack What you're thinking? Fuck no, you'll never stop peeking Ladies, gents, boys, and girls I am pumped I am uh, raging as normal. I did some amazing bouldering today outside in the beautiful uh, woods surrounding Portland, which was just a phenomenal experience. Um, thought I was going to shit my pants one time because it was probably 18 to 20 foot send. And in bouldering, you know, you've got mats at the bottom, but you're not tied in. And once I got about halfway, I, I legitimately – was like, well, if I, if I fall now, it's probably either going to be bad for me or the people that are trying to catch me. I got to go all the way. And luckily, I was able to stick to it, and I got to the top. But when I got to the top, there was an anchor sticking out, and I was like, holy shit, I think you were supposed to actually tie in here. So thank God I didn't fall. That would have sucked. I probably would have farted when I landed, and then that would have been kind of embarrassing. Um, This is kind of a special episode, and it's kicking back into this sort of a journey that I'm going to take you guys on over the next year or so. Um, I've been kind of inconsistent with releasing episodes because I've been restructuring the way that I'm doing things. And as you all know, I went through some kind of mass changes in what I thought my life was going to be last year and what it has turned out now to be. And there's really a lot of beautiful things that have happened and transformations that I've made and in my ability to be able to understand that I'm not part of my emotions and I'm not part of my feelings. I'm something that's completely separate. And if I can just separate myself and surrender to those objects, then things can pass and I can make space for new things to come into my life. And this isn't always as easy as it's said. Um, but in this transition, I've kind of realized that for the first time in my life, I'm not really sure what is laying ahead of me over the next year. Um, I've got some really cool business stuff going on and Rage Creates going pretty well. And I'm working on a new book 
which is called The Sweet-Ass Book to Beast Up Your Motivation Muscles um, in 100 Ways. And this book has kind of been a work in progress, and I think now that I've gotten to the point that I'm at, I kind of understand why. Um, now that I'm actually diving into to working on it in a stronger manner, I've I realize why it, it it waited until this point. Because it's kind of coming into unison with this situation of not knowing where I'm gonna go, but I have this lease that's ending. And as a person who has built up this amazing type of, you know, location independent structure, I now have the ability to travel freely. And because I like to challenge my mind and do things that make me very uncomfortable because I know the benefit of getting out of the comfort zone, I know the opportunities that it opens up and the ability to transform through that into a better person and a higher version of the self, I'm being really drawn uh, to once again shedding pretty much all of these larger physical belongings that I have except for kind of my outdoor gear and my my dog, Sachi, her gear and and moving into my Xterra and traveling around for the next year or so, um, creating a YouTube channel to document things that I'm learning and transitions that I'm going through, doing interviews and sharing them throughout the channel and also this podcast, but at the same time kind of working through the book and releasing different sections along the way and of course including everybody that that's interested. So in this episode, I kind of wanted to just share the introduction that I've been working on within the book. It's it's kind of loosey-goosey, hasn't been edited, but I'm really curious as to what you all think about it. One, I would like to put together some sort of like promo team that I could send some paperback copies before the book comes out to um, for review, just to give it a read through, let me know what your actual thoughts are, and kind of be part of that intimate group. Um, and then help me, of course, when I put it onto Amazon and I self-publish it, or maybe we get a publisher or something like that, um, getting reviews and, and spreading the word and, he- and helping me out with that. So if you're interested in that, um, please just send me an email at heath at ragecreate.com and just say you're interested and I'll put you on the list and I'll update you as I go through that progress. I'll probably put everybody into a group together or or I'll do something one-on-one where I reach out to you. But I would really actually appreciate that because I'd I'd be honored uh, to know who out there is actually um, interested in these subjects and these topics. And as you listen through this introduction, maybe it ties into what you love and maybe it doesn't. Um, but you know, if you do have kind of a good feeling about it and you like the message so far, it's just the beginning of this book. And I would love to, uh, keep in tune with you moving forward and get you an early copy and, and kind of get some feedback and, and create that one-on-one relationship. And I'd also love to know what everybody out there is doing. So I just wanted to share um, this this kind of introduction with you guys. So that's what I'm going to do this episode. Um, I've got some interesting co- conversations coming out soon as well. I did an incredible show with Jared and Gaza on his podcast called No Etic. He's really stepping into this gigantic role, and I'm going to release that feed onto this too. So keep an eye out for that. And other than that, just you know, RageCreate.com. If you want to check out the Sweet Ass Domination deck, it's also on Amazon. Really appreciate all the Amazon reviews out there and the podcast reviews. Um, I would show you all my tits if if I was with you and 
you know, in celebration, spring break 2004 style. And uh, yeah, I just, I'm pumped. Get backing, getting back into doing what I love the most, which is creating content, sharing uh, authenticity and personal development and mind strength and just helping you all little by little create that strength a little bit stronger so that you can also become like the best fucking version of yourself ever. Because when you're that person, you can help influence others around you to be the best version of themselves. And then we create this grid of light, this magnetic beauty that becomes this really big power that actually fights these forces of darkness and resistance gremlins. And, and it's a, it's something that we have to do. It's why we were born. It's what we're here for. And by not stepping into that bigger version of yourself, you're adhering to what the darkness wants you to do. And it becomes an enemy. Don't do that. Don't fucking do that. Or I'll give you wedgies. I'll pee in your lunch. There'll be all sorts of punishments if you, if I find out that you're conforming to the dark side of fear, resistance, procrastination. If you're wearing that procrastination diaper and shitting everywhere, you will be punished. One more big thing. Uh, we released the sweet-ass Domination Deck promotional video, <laughs> which is really fucking awesome. Um, and I would love to share it with you guys if you haven't seen it yet. So go to our ridiculously fancy Shove It Down Your Throat sales page, <laughs> which I was coached through, and I don't know how much I f- how, how I feel about it. It actually hasn't been working that great. And I think it's because... It's this whole fucking click funnels bullshit, which I, I really don't like. Um, so I'm going to work on transitioning that, but I want you to watch the video and I would love to know what you think about that as well. If you go to ragecreate.com forward slash deck, it will take you there. And it's, it's the first time I ever did a video and it made me fall in love with it. And I would love to do more and it turned out really well. So check that shit out. Uh, okay. That's all I got. Here we go. Come on, everybody, let me hear that beat. Come on, come on, everybody, let me hear that stinkity, stinkity, riggity, diggity beat. Yeah. It wasn't long ago that I was standing in a fast food sub shop in a little town called Lovely, Kentucky. And it was the only place to eat within 44.4 miles unless I was feeling scandalous enough to snuggle up with big old Bubba and his cousin at his double wide diner in the holler while his mammy fried us up some chicken gizzards. While that may sound like a dandy time to you, I was terrified of the burly cuddle fest and I decided to take my chances with the gas station sub-poison instead, the only other option. A little brittle woman in front of me was ordering a 12-inch sub, and as a dude 
with an impressively dirty mustache behind the counter, started to ask what she wanted, her brittleness turned into a fucking Tasmanian devil and she screamed, mayonnaise, as loud as the vocal gods inside of her throat would allow. He applied an overwhelming splatter of mayo all over that fucking bread, more than my mayo-resisting mind could ever possibly handle. Even if you love it, you would have been a little bit queasy at the magnitude of this serving. The dude with the sixth grade worthy dirt stash then asked what else that she wanted on the sub. And she said, more mayo and salt. It's like fucking more mayo and salt. My head and my anus were both on the verge of aneurysm and intergalactic explosion as he slapped the triple amount of mayo down on the bread and then proceeded to pour a waterfall of refined salt all over the top. Oh. You want anything else? Said the dude. Maybe a little bit more of that mayo and some cheese. That'll be all. Put it in that there oven and make it warm, please. Within three seconds, I was holding my breath, squeezing my butt cheeks, and raging at warp speed back to the car outside. That fucking 2012 Sierra company vehicle. The people in the parking lot probably thought I just robbed the place with how fast my sweet ass was moving, baby. As I blasted the engine in disgust of the mayo, cheese, salt, sandwich assault that I just witnessed, the lyrics from the talking heads once in a lifetime started looping in my head out of nowhere. And you may find yourself living in a shotgun shack. And you may find yourself in another part of the world. And you may find yourself behind the wheel of a large automobile. And you may find yourself in a beautiful house with a beautiful wife. And you may ask yourself, well, how did I get here? What if you find yourself behind an aggressive, hangry lady in rural Kentucky demanding triple mayo cheese salt subs from a man with pubes clearly glued to his upper lip. (laughs) Does this mean that I'm not living in alignment with my highest purpose? Does it mean that my angels are mad at me? That my third eye is stitched shut? That my chakras are stuffed with stress and anxiety and resistance and judgment and fear and poo and whatever else? The memory of that day helps remind my scatterbrained thoughts of how appreciative I am to have made such massive transitions in just a few years. As these words grace the microphone and dance with your attention, I want you to know that I'm truly honored to be able to share this moment with you. It isn't a matter of chance that our energies get to mingle in the middle of this time-space continuum. In October 2011, after starting my night with a few brews at some random Oktoberfest celebration in Lexington, Kentucky, I woke up face down, pants down on my garage floor at around 9 a.m. Just inches from the wooden step leading into the house, my nose had been leaking blood onto the concrete floor and my hand was still grasping an empty bottle of Jim Beam that I must have acquired somewhere along the fantastic way in the night. 
I was too weak to approach or turn off my car, which was still running, parked in the middle of the front yard like it was abandoned in a high-speed chase after a cop's episode. I was under full attack by the resistance gremlin army. Fear ruled my fucking life. The great luscious breast of conformity offered me the gravity feed and I sucked that nipple of illusion for years. Three years later, February 2014, I woke up face down on my kitchen floor. I cannot recall if I had pants on this time or not, but for the sake of fucking imagery, I'll go with undies only maybe? It was another brutal rock bottom moment. I pulled myself down to the oversized jacuzzi tub in my excessive four bedroom house that had five plus televisions, a full bar, and too many fish tanks to count, and I just hit the fucking floor in shambles. I cried. God, I cried. I pulled my hair out. I held my breath underwater in consideration of making the pain go away forever. The army of fear and resistance had me at checkmate and I knew that I had to make changes if I wanted to get out of, if I wanted to get out alive, I had to get off the whole fucking board. I couldn't play the game anymore. I needed new surroundings. The eight years right after graduating college with a degree in concrete construction had turned into just what I had asked for a career in concrete construction. Not once had I ever considered a career based off something other than money. The mindset hit a dead end full of misaligned fuckery that I couldn't ignore during the Mayo Party extravaganza. And in a series of strange events and appearances by special people in my life, I decided to take off my procrastination diaper, put on some passion undies, and listen to the flowing, sexy guidance of the universe for once. I forced myself out of my comfort zone. I started interviewing creative and successful entrepreneurs around the world via the internet, Hollywood directors, New York Times and international best-selling authors, famous entrepreneurs, philanthropists, musicians, and creative artists who had no idea that I was sitting in my undies inside a half-painted office in my stone house, shaking frantically at the thought of not being good enough to talk to them. Despite the panic attacks and the army of resistance gremlins inside my head, I moved forward like my life fucking depended on it. And I quickly realized that they all shared an obsession with optimizing personal habits in areas of gratitude and mindset and focus and abundance and planning and reflection. Their business success was only a reflection of their personal success. And why is that so important? Well, it means that anyone can create success by simply building a personal foundation of effective habits. That's like a giant light bulb. Think about that. Anyone can create success by simply building a personal foundation of effective habits. The obsession with this quickly infected me and I made a rapid transformation that still seems surreal today. I paid off around $20,000 in personal debt and I gave away or sold 1,711 belongings. And yes, I did count until I was down to a few books, a pad on the floor that was about three inches thick, some camping gear and some dog supplies. 
I started and failed two web design companies, but eventually dialed into an e-commerce business that has sold more than $1.9 million in products online to date. And after just eight months of running that business, I left my career in concrete construction to fully step into my new adventure lifestyle. If you go to my website, you can read my whole story about that transition. And many things have changed since I wrote that piece as well. So since then, I've traveled over 15 countries, falling madly in love with cultures and people around the world. I've made a bunch of money and I've lost just as much. I've risked $70,000 plus on credit cards to follow the guidance of my intuition and creative projects, which isn't smart at all. I've taught refugee kids in Uganda how to use computer programs, and they've taught me how to be simple and to fucking chill and to smile. I've been a student of the great spirits of wisdom of magical places such as Angkor Wat, Chichen Itza, Teotihuacan, Ekbalam, and your mom's house. <laughs> I've entered parallel dimensions through plant medicine ceremonies in the high-altitude mountains of Mexico. I've witnessed teenagers set their buttholes down on a passed-out stock exchange guy's nose for a picture party on the New York subway. And I've tranched into deep breathwork ceremonies on the coasts of Nicaragua and Indonesia that completely healed internal medical issues that I had been carrying my entire life, all in the course of a few hours. I've pissed myself in pure fear when accidentally wandering into a bear kill den in backcountry Alaska, and I've rafted on the Nile River with monkeys screaming from trees surrounding. In 2017, I created the Sweet Ass Journal to develop your happiness muscle in 100 days. In 2018, I co-founded Rage Crate and launched the world's first R-rated motivational card deck, Sweet Ass Affirmations. We raised $9,000 on Kickstarter to fund the project, and I spent a month in the Philippines with my team preparing the launch. I'm not telling you this to convince you that I'm good enough. True leaders don't parade around the world trying to convince others that they're awesome. True leaders help others convince themselves that they're fucking awesome. I'm telling you this because I want you to see the transition that can be made if you focus on habits, on your person, on your mind strength, and then build from there without thinking too much about it. You just fucking build. You do the thing that's uncomfortable. You move into it and you build. How in the fuck did I go from mayo cheese ass explosions in this life Sorry, I fucked that up. How in the fuck did I go from mayo cheese axe explosion, <laughs> ass explosions, God, to this life? How did I transform a career and a traditional mundane existence into a rocket ship of entrepreneur madness that keeps me on my kinky little toes? Look, if you have been paying attention so little that you don't realize you have a job you hate, a relationship you don't want, a body you don't like, and you are addicted to a bunch of shit to provide you with thrills so you basically forget about your lack of sustainable happiness, well, you're in pretty ripe for a sledgehammer to the face from the universe. You're ripe for it. A rock-bottom moment, a warning, a transition, an opportunity. It's going to happen. Life isn't about what happens to you. It's not about the beauty that happens to you. It's not about the bullshit that happens to you either. Life is about how you choose to react when it happens. 
In the battle for your happiness, your freedom, and your purpose, there is a force that lurks to cripple your progress. With every moment, you have to make a decision to work towards the life you dream of creating or to suppress the life you dream of creating. And this all happens in the reaction, inside of the surrender. When the dark forces of resistance and stress and anxiety and fear sneak up to kidnap your motivation and leave you in a flood of popcorn, ice cream, and eight-hour Netflix binge sessions, you have to be able to identify the severity of the situation and make a fucking decision to slaughter those gremlins and keep working towards what really matters. The magic that lights you up that gives you purpose, that makes you want to shake that booty like Richard Simmons. Despite the overuse of the term motivation within the self-help and personal development industry, you actually don't need any more motivation than you already have. You were born with enough zest and sass to blast any type of mind monster straight back to the fucking poo hole that they came from. It's just hard to remember sometimes. As you grow up and enter the matrix of layers, your mind gets stuffed with clouds of news and public media and outside opinions and politics and religions, to-do lists and all that other life stuff. And you forget to use your intuitive superpowers. Instead of feeling like you need more motivation, start working to break your habit of hesitation. Everything that you don't accomplish in this direction results of fear. It's results in procrastination, resistance, or other types of mindset gremlins that are double stuffing your brain. These gremlins live to force your hesitation so that you start thinking about all the bad things that might happen. That might happen. I don't know. That might happen. I don't know, man. That might happen. I, I can't do that. It, it, that could be bad. It might, that might go wrong. Once you get on that might rabbit hole, you're likely to retreat, binge, and watch some shitty TV show on a couch that probably has mayo stains and revisit another time when you feel inspired. But you don't need to revisit another time when you feel inspired. You already have the fucking inspiration. It's a vicious cycle that keeps that sweet ass of yours from blasting into the next phase of your visitation to this glorious fucking planet. Are you in the cycle? When something bad happens, how often do you find the silver lining, learn from the experience, and use it as motivation to move closer to your higher self? How often do you let the stress gremlins have a fucking disco party in your brain until you wake up face down, pants down in the bushes next to a bottle of empty hooch? Been there, done that. The more decisions that you make in support of your visions, the faster you're going to bring those visions to reality. The less you allow fear to scare you into hesitation, the faster you're going to bring those fucking visions to reality. You attract who you are. You affirm the life that you live. If you work hard to break your habit of hesitation and reaction to any stressful experience, you are also building a habit to take immediate action to transform that experience into the kick-ass, compassionate love fest that life is meant to be.
And at that point, you're going to spend a lot more time raging like a creative maniac on top of your happiness throne and much less time eating triple mayo cheese salt subs in eastern Kentucky with creepers. Nobody wants to see that nastiness. And for fuck's sake, nobody should actually ever have to experience it either. The truth is, you cannot become your highest self and accomplish your highest vibration by being who you've always been and doing what you've always done. Imagine how good it feels to make a transformation that allows you to conquer fear and anxiety and stress and resistance in each moment. Fuck those gremlins. You'll stop existing like a hermit in a shell and you'll start thriving like a maniac banshee doing backflips through the treetops of resistance. You'll stop conforming to the life that everyone else wants you to live and you'll start creating the life that you were born to fucking create. You deserve to embody and lead your best fucking life ever and you deserve to experience every bit of magic that this world is offering you. In this book... I'm going to break down a wide variety of topics into bite-sized nuggets to help you reframe any mindset fueled by fear or negativity gremlins. Your job is to work on using these mindsets to break your habit of hesitation. We live in fast we we live in a fast-paced world that has basically minimized our attention spans. And most resources to help beast up our motivation muscles are long, they're fluffy, they're boring, they're repetitive. Along with the sweet-ass affirmations that we made at Rage Create, this book is designed to help you reframe your mindset in just seconds. No matter what emotional gremlin is attacking you, a relatable topic is in this book. It is not required that you read this in any specific order. You can open it up to a random page and jive with the message at any time. Each topic includes a quote, a message, and a relatable action item to help you work through and build that mindset. There are occasional memes and affirmation cards and comic boxes from Rage Create. Keep it a little fancy. And there's going to be a space at the end of each section to journal about your experience on the action item and your thoughts about the topic. Because when you actually input effort and you take action and you write something down, you're way more likely to retain and to make a transformation. I highly suggest that you do this part. Look, I cannot wait to watch you laugh like a raging maniac on top of your creative throne. Like the fucking Game of Thrones throne. Like, I want you to sit there on top of that creative throne and laugh like a raging maniac. I want you to shoot spitballs at resistance gremlins as they cower and retreat. Your motivational muscles are about to rage to beastly levels. And your stinky hesitation undies, those motherfuckers are going in the trash. Are you ready? All right, so that was the book introduction. Maybe some sections you've heard me say before. It's been a slight work in progress. If you're interested in more of the book, please send me an email at heath at ragecreate.com. I would love to put together some kind of launch team. When I get the rough draft done, I'm going to send out copies and have people read through. There's no landing page to go to to fill out. 
just send me a personal email. That is my personal email and I'll get you on the list for it. I really appreciate all of you. I do. I'm excited to move into this platform. Um, I've been writing this for over a year now. I also have a whole nother book of poetry that's going to come out as well. Um, if you do email me, I'd love to know what your thoughts are on the poetry too. That's kind of a weird area to go into into sharing because not everybody really relates to that deep of thinking or that kind of channel, but it is one of my passions and it's one of my gifts. So I'm going to continue to share it just as you should do with your passions and your gifts. Um, keep an eye out for the next episodes coming out. Again, thanks for everybody who leaves reviews on Amazon for the journal, for the affirmation cards. It helps a shit ton. Uh, and the podcast as well. Every review left. I put $2 towards Help International in Uganda. I'm going to be heading back there in December. Wherever you're at, if I'm on the road, let's meet up. Um, I'll be moving into the Xterra soon and croning around. So I'm looking at Southern California with Jared and uh, Chase Reeves and some other ballers that are down there. Some really important transitional stuff going on there. And then Arizona is really calling me too. Utah, a lot of desert vibe that I'm being pulled to, but I'm also going to be in Portland and Washington a lot. I'm going to be back in Tennessee a lot. Um, and I'm going to be all around anywhere that I feel called. And I'd be happy to help kind of teach you how to work towards that by building your mind strength up through personal habits, which th you can then build a business foundation on top of, but never the opposite. It doesn't work. Even if you build a successful business without successful personal habits, you're going to fucking fall apart and lose everything. I've done it many times. Please ask. <laughs> okay. Uh, yeah. Anyway, much love and keep an eye out for the next episode. Peace. There's a place called space and it's got the magic There's a place called space and it's got the balls There's a place called space and it's got the passion There's a place called space where we can smash the walls There's a place called space where we'll face fuck conformity And the chatter of incompetence is slaughtered at birth In this place called space we'll build a factory of smiles That will assemble with our minds and sell to earth